Miller. Welcome to Tiger Turf Talk. In today's podcast, we are diving into round two of the Softball Little League World Series Women's Grounds Crew. In this series, we will get to learn about what exactly is going on on the field, the life journey of the woman, and how they got to where they are today. And lastly, the advice they have for our turf students. I hope you enjoy this episode of Tiger Turf Talk. Uh, welcome to another episode of Tiger Turf Talk. We're here in Greenville, North Carolina at the Softball League World Series with the all-female grounds crew here for the second year in a row. It's very exciting to be here. It's great to be here. We have Sun and Logan. Uh, super excited to talk to you guys. So obviously we've had a lot of things going on and... Uh, <laughs> for those that are listening slash watching, we're in a closet where things are that people need and want. So this is gonna be fun. Uh, how's your experience been? You know, coming in uh, the second group out of the two. Um, what have you guys enjoyed? What are you looking forward to? Sort of just your experience so far here in Greenville. Um, I I think it's great. Um, I'm a huge fan of softball, so I think it's great seeing little girls play like. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to talk to Butter about a home run derby after yeah. the after the series over. Yeah. And then I just love the work of yeah. a softball field. Yeah, you're big dirt. dirt I'm a girl, big right? dirt girl. Yeah, yeah. No, it's funny talking last night. You're like, I'm a, I like baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, good times. Good Yesterday, times. I was asking what her favorite thing to do on the field was, and of all things, tamping. Oh yeah, so, you could you can you, tell you know. too. I, I I was I texted her boss Danny. I was like, "Your girl's getting after it. Like it is <laughs> it is intense. That dirt is hurting, and it is it, she, she she's like he's like yeah she's the best. <laughs> and then he's like, "Hey, tell her to come work for me full time." I'm like, "Okay, I'll try my best." Um, how about you, son? How's the experience going? Seeing new faces. Obviously, everybody was here last year. Uh, how's it been to sort of see all that sort of come together and really, you know, become a cohesive unit? Yeah, it's been great. I'm thrilled to get to be back this year. We'll start there um, with the growth that we've seen just in, in a year. Having to break up into two different groups um, has been a fun logistical challenge for sure. But it's been, I love seeing the growth. It's it's great. Um, logistical and, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and having the, the mix of so many new faces and several returners in each group, I think that that really helped um, kind of continue to spread the, the momentum and, and hope, hopefully everybody has had a great time. Absolutely. And it's from what I've seen, being able to see both sides, everybody's really enjoying it. Everybody's uh, what I love is seeing everyone that was here last year come in and meet all these new people and, you know, make new connections, network. Um, something that I was talking about yesterday was the, the big thing was like just seeing the jump from last year to this year and the interest and meeting people that you never knew were in the industry. You're like, well, where, where have you been? You know, like we wish we were, you were a part of this last year. Like, uh, seeing all that. Um, now Logan, obviously you're new to the industry. What has it been like, you know, coming in and being able to see, uh, working, you said Hickory, right? Yep. The crawdads. The crawdads and obviously the Panthers and now being able to see other professionals in this setting here. What has it been like, you know, finding this industry? What was sort of your journey to here at this point here in Greenville? Yeah, I mean, there's so much to take in and there's like learning all the different professions that go into this industry, like not just um, managers, but like irrigation techs and it's it's a little overwhelming, but it's nice to like deep dive every night and be like, oh, there's this, this, this. So it's great to know that there's all these options that are available. 
Yeah. Especially being new. And like, I, I what love do I that. Do? I love that you know that because that's something like again in my classes, I'm like, it's not like a lot of people see turf grass management and a major and whatnot. I have to do sports fields or golf. And even here with everyone that's here, you have uh, seed representatives. <laughs> Kelly last year, you have um, mechanics. You got everyone from you know ground to front office. You know, like there are so many opportunities that you can do equipment. And everything. Like you can build yes, exactly. Too, yeah. Nina, all that. Like, there are just so many opportunities that, like, you're not stuck in a rut if you feel like you're stuck in a rut, you know? Um, and I think something that's huge, and you can speak to this obviously as uh, the president, the networking that this event has that sort of lends a hand to future opportunities. We saw it last year with Julie going to St. Louis City. Um, what would you say to, you know, others that are interested in this event? Uh, what the value is to coming to an event like this in again a time frame where it's really hard to get away from your own facilities and everything for sure yeah it's a tough time to get away but uh i think the value is is almost immeasurable because you're building your network here but that network expands when they go home too they might hear something in their area that hey we have this job opening um i know there's several jobs that have um been offered or opened up or talked about um so I think, you know, you make one connection, but you're actually making a connection with that person in their area. So it's really just like a ripple effect. Absolutely. Um, and Logan, you're kind of in the middle of this. What is your future goal? Obviously, you have experience at such a young age, pretty much half of the sports field management industry when it comes to minor <laughs> league, NFL, everything that, again, those opportunities lead to different areas. So what's something that interests you that maybe... Uh, you're looking forward to maybe an opportunity in the future that you hope to have when it comes to your uh, experience in this industry? Um, I guess my main goal is I really want baseball. Like, I would love to be a head groundskeeper somewhere. Even for minor league, I mean, major league's great. <laughs> Obviously, but hey guys, just yeah, no. Nicole, that. we're just, we're talking here. It's just, it's just a conversation. I mean, that would be like dream come true camden yards oh yeah that's like (laughs) it's just a phone call away (laughs) that i love camden yards like that i guess it's a cool stadium i'll give it that it's not like the best or anything (laughs) well there's a lot of arguments about all of those and (laughs) no argument for me (laughs) well that's good i worked at pnc and i will say this the backdrop is you can't beat it, but like the state, it's funny because the stadium's not as amazing as like everyone hypes it up to be, you know. And then nothing against PNC, it's a great stadium, but like without the backdrop, you're like, you know, in the 20s of the best, <laughs> the best stadiums in the league, you know. I mean, come on, Colorado Rockies, exactly. The in the background it was gorgeous, yes. And tough to beat. I, I've seen a lot of like, I would say, cores, uh, it's not ATT anymore, but. In San Francisco, uh-huh. and then the one that is a sleeper, I think, is Petco Park. Oh yes, you know, That's like cool. it's just right there. I love the the aspect of you can walk through the the stadium during like any day. Like you can just walk out through Center Field. It's like a little park that they like. Hey, you can come see the field. And it's like I just think it's so cool, you know. Um, but Camden Yards is up there. I'll give you. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, obviously, with the event, you've met so many new individuals. What has that experience been like, sort of being not thrust into a new group, but you know, coming in, meeting people like Sun, and meeting others to, closer to your age? And I think that's something that's incredible about this event is the fact that the generational gap when it comes to 
high school sophomore going into her junior year to 30 year veteran in the industry. What has that been like, you know, to experience not just like the wisdom from everybody, but the experiences from like Megan, who is at Spyglass and others that are, again, just living sort of the same life as you in their own way? Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's it's nice when someone else relates. So meeting people my age is nice because especially other women my age, because that's not a thing for where I go to school. I'm like the only one in my class and then I'm the only female on the crew. So it's very nice to like have people relate to me and be able to relate to them. And then just trying to learn everything from, you know, the older group and the uh, older generations. It's a lot, but it's nice. I like the overfill. <laughs> <laughs> overfill. I like it. I like it. Um, son, obviously, so much planning goes into this and so much like time and effort on your part. I know you and Butter are always in communication, probably <laughs> since the end of last year, as you know, yeah. um, when it comes to planning and getting everything together. How is this year sort of different? Obviously, there's two groups that we talked about a little bit, but how is it different? How is the experience of sort of getting to this point where now you're you're in it and you're able to experience it again? And it's, again, just incredible to see. Yeah. Well, I mean, more people obviously means we need more support, right? Mm -hmm. So huge thank you to our sponsors who got us here. Um, Nina Oldenkamp's handled that. So heavy lift on her end to make sure that all the ends come together. And, Shout and out, Nina. We love you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... I think after last year, we were like, okay, what are we going to do next year? How are we going to make it better? How are we going to make it bigger? How, what are we going to change and do differently? And um, that's kind of the goal in everyday life, right? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do differently to make it better for the yeah. next time around? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, lots of communication, lots of ideas, lots of uh, late night text messages of, hey, I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had an idea. Yeah. We might it might be a little crazy, but we're gonna try it. <laughs> um, and you know, when it comes to SFMA, and you know, one of the big things that uh, a reoccurring talk in all these podcasts has been uh, the women's and turf luncheon, and seeing sort of the aspect of where the women in turf are when it comes to the industry. And Dr. Devin Carroll, shout out Devin, uh, on her presentation, seeing that and seeing the growth, what has that been like for you to see again, not just as president, but you've worked so for such a long time. I always bring back the first time we met in Arizona on a bus, you know, uh, to this point where again, the growth has been like absolutely incredible. And there's so much more on the horizon. What has that been like for you to see all of that sort of come full circle at this event? Well, it's awesome. I'm a 20 plus year member of the association. Um, so when I first started going to the women luncheon, you know, there might've been 20 ish this last year. I think we had over 80 people in the room and, um, the growth is beyond just the numbers in the room mm -hmm. this coming season or this coming conference. It's actually rebranded as the field luncheon. Love it. So it's fostering inclusion, diversity, equity, I'm missing field. That's so uh, awesome. Fostering equity, inclusion, leadership, and diversity. Love that. So that's awesome. It's not, it's not just gender. You know, we've heard some feedback over the years that it felt like men couldn't go to the show or to that luncheon because it says women's. I luncheon, will say I didn't. True. I didn't say it, I didn't feel like I could. I just was like. I don't know if I should. Yeah. Like, I'd love, I'd love to be supported, but I, I, it was like four years. I was like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, yeah. yes. You know, we, we all need each other in this industry, right? Yes, I mean, for sure. The networking, but yeah. it's all about, you know, supporting each other, being allies and, mm -hmm. and you being here telling our story is, 
is super important to getting the word out to somebody else who, like Logan, maybe have has never run into another female in the industry. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, you know, I, I talk about the kind of the ripple effect quite a bit because yeah. it feels like, you know, you throw one stone in the water and those ripples keep going and then Absolutely. they meet up with the next stone, uh, the ripples from that one. And that crossover is just, it's just nonstop and it, it appears all the time every direction I look. And it's it's incredible. Now, Logan, you haven't been to SFMA, right? Yeah. At a conference. Are you thinking about going this year that it's so close mm-hmm. by? With that kind of event and being able to sort of, I just funny, Sarah said yesterday, this is sort of like the halfway point. It's like a big revitalization to all of us. The conference usually is. This is sort of like a, a little, a boost in the middle, right? To get to that. Um, for the conference, you obviously have heard stuff about it. What are you looking forward to in that sense? And maybe what kind of questions do you have for me or son or about that conference? Because again, it's it's been, it's such a huge part of all of our careers mm-hmm. just because whether it's the event is amazing and fun to see your friends and all that, whether it's networking, whether it's, I mean, I always bring up my first time. I got my first job in the industry outside of Virginia Tech um, at in New York with the Mets because of an interview I did in Denver after the course tour and everything. Nice. Um, and it was on the way out, and I had a rain jacket on and a hotel lobby. I met Matt Brown. I was like, I am, I'm all over the place. I've got all my luggage. And he's like, it's fine. Just sit down. What are you good? It's like... What are you looking forward to when it comes to the SFMA conference? Yeah, I'm looking forward to all the like, um, what are they called? Like the conferences, like um, yeah, the seminars, edu- yeah, yeah, the yeah. educational yeah. sessions. I, that's like my favorite thing. I love to yeah just learn as much as I can. Um, so I'm excited for that. I don't. I really have no idea how it works. Like I hear Danny and then Caleb they talk about it, but I'm like. You guys just tell me that you see these people and you say hey and like, I'm like what? Danny, what kind of description is that, Danny? Come yeah. on, man. But um, yeah. So I it I have no idea how any of it works. Is there anything that you want to get like get out of the event? You know, it's it's a lot of time, effort, and commitment. What is it that you want out of the event? Um. Well, of course, it's good to network. So obviously, <laughs> um, I want to get out of it. Yeah, I don't know, even really know what's there. So <laughs> I'll <laughs> do a quick honest. two second rundown. Yeah, okay. Obviously, educational sessions, and then you have the trade show. So the trade show is pretty much where all vendors get to showcase their new fun toys type oh, yeah. thing and see. That, all. See, that'd be nice. So like being I love able to see. Mowers, yeah. So. <laughs> lawnmowers are Lawn the best. Mowers. the best (laughs) but it's more than that so like there are companies there are colleges that put up booths there's just a bunch of different things that you can go into um the networking uh events safe bowling is that correct there's a golf tournament golf tournament Um, all the things that the welcome reception is a big a lot of fun yeah Yeah, lots of fun um that's like where everybody sees everybody and all all you keep hearing to it's just like every corner it happens every five seconds so but there's also a first timers welcome reception so if it's your first conference you go and meet other people who are new to the industry or first time at the conference so that's a great way to start building network like that relatability piece Mm -hmm. um but that is paired also with the csfm reception so very cool yeah you know people who have been in the industry for a while and have gone to the certification level um are there to be resources and help people who are there for the first time too. So there's, there's just so much support, I think, which is great. 
It's a lot of fun. I also like that there's a beach at this one. This is kind of, that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Although I really enjoyed Salt Lake. I loved the winter because it was funny. Everybody's like, it's so cold. I'm like, it is about 20 degrees warmer than back home right now. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I will take it. And it actually snows, which we never get. So, <laughs> um, Now, when it comes to sort of SFMA and everything that, you know, networking wise, what has your experience been like and how has this event done pretty much wonders when it comes to networking. How has it been for you sort of figuring out networking, whether that's Danny helping you or uh, I don't know who's at the Crawdads. I apologize. Um, (laughs) Just sort of how has this sort of changed your outlook on networking and looking to the sort of the future of your career? Yeah, well, this is incredible. Yeah, thank you again. (laughs) um, Like Crawdads is very limited, so people aren't coming to help the Panthers is a little different like people want to come and help so really my only networking is like if they come and help for ACC games or like overnights turnovers that's really the only time I'm networking I don't and then of course like I'm on Twitter but I'm not one to reach out I'm there but yeah. it's, it's I'm looking at the mowers so not, d- not yeah. trying to talk to people Just looking at pictures of fields yeah. but so this is this is great mm-hmm. but Solid. That's awesome. Um, now, Sen, I want to ask, uh, obviously, moving forward, we talked a little bit about last night, and I, it was funny because I was like, do you know about this one? Because I don't want to <laughs> say that you know about this one. What is your goal for the women's and turf team when it comes to events moving forward? Obviously, there are so many opportunities. There are so many different locations, people, all of that, right? What would be sort of your hope and you know your goal for the team? Uh, everything. I think the all future of the is things. wide open. You all know? of the things. <laughs> uh, some college events, some yeah. NFL, MLB, MLS events. World Cup is coming to the U.S. That's what I years, said. So. That's what I said. Doctors Rock. I mean, what's up, man? That's the cool thing about the sports field industry is that there are so many options mm-hmm. um, at every level. So I think uh, the sky's the, not even the limit beyond that. The ceiling's the roof. You ever seen that one? We're gonna break the grass ceiling, yes, as Kelly Lynch would say. I just—it's funny. I brought it up last night. Uh, Michael Jordan gave a speech, and he said the ceiling is the roof. I'm like, how does that work? Because the roof's above the ceiling, but you know, it's okay, MJ. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> um, obviously, you know, when it comes to this year and everything, preparing for uh, again next year. Um, what are you hoping to take back from this event? You know, back home. Uh, like I said, revitalize, excited about the future, seeing where you're going. I know I tried to talk you into, you know, going full time. I tried, Danny. I can't, I can't help you any more than I have. Um, what are you looking forward to, you know, when it comes to taking what you've learned from here? And obviously it's only been a day and a half, but you have done so much in that short period of time. For those that don't know, you guys think that all they do is, you know, prep the field for the games. There has been a full blown like operation this morning and it's happened probably two or three times since they all got here. The first group from airing the whole field, uh, uh, painting logo seven times, mowing, uh, down a height, fertilizing all that. And what's really cool is like the group is really focusing on past the league world series. You know, there's so much that's been done to this park so that it can be a great park past Sunday, you know, um, I forgot my question, but you know. 
Well, and you know, it's actually a baseball field. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the that, whole yeah, entire yeah. rest of the, of the year with yeah. the grass infield. So um, to switch it over for the softball tournament, that takes a lot of work even leading up to it. So yeah. Chris and, and the guys that come in and help him have just put in a tremendous amount of work to get the field where it is. And even from last year to this year, um, there's a noticeable difference already. So the work that they're putting in year round is, is really yes. um, highlighted right now. Absolutely. I remember what my question was. What are you hoping to take home from all of this, you know, and this experience? I apologize. Um, I think what I want to take home is I want to take what I learned and then ask questions probably to Danny, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, be like, we think you're intelligent. That's yeah. all. I'd be like, we did this. What do you think about that? Like, he's gonna be like, yeah, that was good. That's all I'll say. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he, he'll think about it. You'll see him thinking. And then like, he'll come hmm, back to it. Give me a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he has like pages long of what he can tell you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Got it. Oh, Danny, shots fired. <laughs> no, it's a good thing. <laughs> Son, what are you going to do? I'm definitely gonna have some sore abs from laughing so much. But, uh, <laughs> Um, you know, just more connections, really. Mm. Um, we don't manage the same kind of grass at home as I do here. So, uh, you know, that's a little, yeah. a little different as far as uh, cultural or agronomic practices. But the connections, I think, are fantastic. Me getting to meet new people that I've never met before and um, just keep on growing and, and keep on moving and shaking, I think. so. Uh, absolutely. Now, Logan, we were talking, you're a senior. I am a senior. Okay, so you're graduating this May. Oh, you're, you're almost there. Wow. Yep. Um, as a student, you know, what was it that brought you to this industry? How did you find sports field management? It's kind of, you know, a pastime of mine of trying to figure out like ways to get people to see what this industry yeah. is and all that. I'm curious what your story is, sort of how you found the industry. Um, so I was actually going to App State and I was doing um, athletic training. Because I, yeah. I love being on sports fields. Sports so is what I already it's about. had an interest. And then I was back home and I needed a summer job. And App State actually sent me like a job opening and it was for the Crawdads. And I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> I'll fly. Sure, I'll do that. <laughs> and then I got like a call the next week and it was from Caleb, who he was the head groundskeeper then. Love Caleb. Yep. And um, shout out, Caleb. I was like, okay, sure. So I go the first day, and it was like a uh, college game. I ended up passing out the first day, and I was like, ooh, I don't know if I can do this. But it, I just wasn't. I didn't drink enough water, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then after that, I Caleb ended up leaving after a month of me being there. Wow, Caleb. Yeah. Wow. Awful. But he went to the Panthers and yeah. when he left, he was like, yeah, maybe like sometime you can come help. It's like I might, I might yeah. help you. I might need you your know, help one time. And then like near the end of baseball season, he called me. Well, actually during that season, he was like, I had asked him, I was like, this is like a good feeling. Like mm -hmm. I feel good on the field. And mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, That's awesome. this is like a career. I was like, oh. Perfect. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. And so I dropped out of App State and I applied to the community college that it, which is weird because there's not many turf grass programs, but there was one 30 minutes from my house. Nice. And so I applied, got in, and then Caleb called when baseball season ended. He's like, do you want to help at the Panthers? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I do. And so then I've been working there since October. How long is the commute for you? 
It's an hour and a half. God bless you and Caleb. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Caleb, wow. Caleb commutes that far too. Mm-hmm. Man. I'm like, I'm going to need like a Ford Fusion for that thing. <laughs> yeah. 42 miles to the gallon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can listen to all of Brinsville Turf podcasts. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you do not want to do that. <laughs> Some of them are good. <laughs> not all of them. Um, I love that, though. That happens so often in our industry of like, I just kind of got a job and then I loved it. It yeah. appeared, and yeah. It happens like that. And yeah. I think that that, while it seems like a... A, a random thing to happen it happens all the time to people yeah. yeah i love it yeah um now i'm gonna start with son and i want you to think about this question okay. because it's something that again we can speak on because of what we've experienced and obviously you know we know sports field management is not the easiest thing we all go through trials and tribulations i mean my field has been an absolute boom 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 boom, boom type of situation this summer you know always fun growing in from nothing um what is it that motivates you you know i mean, i know you and i have discussed this before but i sort of want logan to hear what is the motivation that keeps you going in each and every day for 18 years now correct yeah, a little over eighteen years um, just at, at Jeffco Schools. So yeah. when it when it comes to motivating you to you know be successful and being able to do what you do every single year, I mean it's just such a big question yeah. that you know um, I take a lot of pride in what I do. I, I love um, what I get to do every day, so that makes it easy to go back and go in and, and mm-hmm. keep working hard. Um, but I think we kind of talked in Minneapolis about opportunities, right? So. Um, Shout out to our Grounds Academy. <laughs> well, I work in the K through K through twelve sector right mm-hmm. now. It's not like fancy or flashy, but For it sure. gives me the opportunity to do other things that I'm very passionate about, like board service, the women in turf stuff. Um, so I, I love what I get to do because of that, and those other things fill me up and motivate me to keep going mm-hmm. because I can hopefully help creating help create more opportunities um, for other people in the industry, but mm-hmm. also making sure that our high school kids have a safe playing field to play on. Cause I want them to have the opportunity to go on and play at the next level. If you know, if that's what their, their plans are and their desires are. So mm-hmm. opportunities in a couple of different ways are, are um, providing opportunities motivate me. It's incredible. And obviously you sort of spoke to it a little bit about how like you kind of found it. You're like, this feels good, right? Yeah. What is it that motivates you to drive that hour and a half every day? You know, because like, and I know, I know it sounds crazy, but like a lot of people, be like, no, no shot. There's oh, yeah. no way. And I know it's not Danny, so go ahead. What is it? <laughs> um, I had sorry, to. Danny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you know, I love you, Danny. I'm just messing with you. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of different things that motivate me, especially now because I'm not big on football or soccer even, but it's a totally different. Thing, like with the artificial and then a um, natural practice field where I'm like I'm learning every single day like there was there hasn't been a day since October that I'm like not learning something mm-hmm. so that's a big motivating factor yeah and then I think just normal motivation so yeah. like I love it like I don't know <laughs> I know that's and that, that's sometimes all it takes it, yeah. but Passion. baseball that was like I was motivated by people coming to the games and I think baseball is like appreciated on a different level. Like something about a baseball field people love and I love that. So that was a big thing. My mom motivates me too. 
<laughs> that, shout out Logan's mom. Yeah. Shout out Moms Sharon. are the best. <laughs> shout out Mimi, my mom. Love you, mom. Because an hour and a half, it's rough. And I'm like, ooh, every day. <laughs> <laughs> but... I mean, that's love. I'm going to tell you that right yeah. now. <laughs> Our half is uh, dedication. Wow. I think I think we need to get a gas card as part of the paycheck. I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying, Danny. Sorry. Um, <laughs> obviously, you know, there's so much that goes into this. Um, there's so much hours, time, energy. Um, and again, we talked a little bit about motivation. Um what has your experience been like, you know, in the NFL? Obviously, you get to see all the different players using the field you were talking what i love to you were talking about is like people appreciate baseball fields on a deeper level mm-hmm. you know you're talking about again uh creating those memories for those people you know yeah. and you know i talk about this way too much but we're in the memory making business and Absolutely. like what you're saying is just perfect and i you never heard me say that before so it's just really <laughs> great to hear um what is the significance of your work to again just everything that's surrounding you the CONCACAF cup you know working mm-hmm. on that our man ian shout out ian <laughs> um for those that don't know we will not be mean to ian because he's a great guy he's, he's great. the uefa uh CONCACAF, um field consultant so he made sure everything was perfect yeah. you know yeah <laughs> um <laughs> what is the significance of your work is pretty much what i'm trying to say um hey See, that's such a big question, too. Um, I th- Well, it depends. So the artificial field, there's obviously not much cultural practices going mm-hmm. on. but There's, there's a, enough, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, cleaning, painting. But I think um, just making sure, like, even with divots, like, making sure that it is playable and that NFL is a huge industry, like, one of the biggest companies in the world. Yeah. And so I think there's, like, a certain level of perfection and I think that it has to be perfect for mm-hmm. these players and like for this, for even the fans watching. And so that's super significant. And then with the practice field, we try to make it perfect. And that's, fans aren't seeing that. So that is for players and coaches and just making sure that they are comfortable and like aren't going to break an ankle or <laughs> something. Uh, I'd say that's pretty important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then also just making sure it looks good because yeah. if it looks good, they're probably going to play good. Yeah. And so I love winning <laughs> and I think they Carolina, you got to work on that, man. <laughs> Hopefully it's Bryce Young, right? Yep. Hopefully Bryce Young, you know, grows a few inches and, you know, does well. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> so it, I think anything we can do to help and I, I think we, like, as an industry, aren't talked about enough when it comes to helping a team win. You're just hitting everything on <laughs> the nail on the head. Everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll have you sort of talk on it. Obviously, you know, player safety is something that we put paramount in all of our work, you know, and it's the talk of SFMA. It's talk of the facilities. You've talked about it already with, again, high school athletes. Like, I don't think people get an understanding of the significance of a high school athlete's career in a sense, you know, uh, prime example, Liz is here. We love you, Liz. And we're very sorry, but Liz just experienced on an artificial turf field an ACL tear. Like those are significant events of someone who's trying to become a D one athlete. You know, can you sort of speak to, again, even in your location in Colorado, like the work and the significance to the athletes and sort of bringing awareness to them, like, 
all that you really do. Because again, you know, every time I, every time we talk, you're incredible, and I don't know how you do what you do in the conditions that you have, and continuously, you know, being battered by snow on the front end and the back end <laughs> of your seasons. Like, what what has it been like for you to sort of bring awareness of that to your community? Well, it's it's definitely a, a constant challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's industry wide. It's not just us, but um, you know, getting other people to understand that we are part of the kind of athlete safety team. Yeah. You know, we're just as important as an athletic trainer or any anybody who has influence on somebody's safety on fields. And so, you know, working with our trainers that come and work with, so we're the home field for six different high schools. So God bless you. We deal with those athletic trainers, those coaches, you know, uh, athletic directors and such, and then also the visiting team. So, they're asking questions about the field or have any questions, you know, just communicating, uh, I think is a big thing and letting them know that, Hey, I want these kids to be just as safe as you guys do. If it's, if it's too hot, if it's, you know, field is unsafe. Like we all have the same concerns as we want everybody to go home at the end of the game. Um, safely. Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. For sure. I think, yeah, it's just a, a, an awareness thing that, um, we're working on as an association. How do we get better about that? letting people know who we are, what we do and why it's so important. Um, because everything that we do is behind the scenes. We're not near as visible when the gates open, you know, for a football game at my place, when the gates open, all my work is done. Mm -hmm. So people don't even know that I'm the one who does the work. They think that I'm just there to manage the events a lot. Mm -hmm. But, um, so using Twitter, of course, and, uh, our, our school district has uh, like basically an, a sports information director who Very nice. helps kind of promote what we do as well That's at awesome. the stadium. So yeah. we're trying to get the word out there. And <laughs> I, I will say this since Nick's time as president and now you like everything has, you know, been an uphill climb with all of that because you guys do such a great job, whether it's organized events like this, uh, the branding, you know, I've, you and I talked about this. We're always like, we never really had a, a, brand that we could put something on you know the logo now for sfma and everything is just something that is visible vibrant and again it just says whoa what's that you know um and i think it's incredible so i thank you for all that you guys do and everything um i do want to wrap up on this question uh and i know we've asked you this like a million times already son but um Obviously, we have high school students here and kids in my program back in Northern Virginia. Uh, I just had a kid email me two days ago. I was like, hey, I need my help on my application for the Tech Turf program. Like again all, again, all these kids are seeing it through our program and looking to get into the industry. What would be your best words of advice for someone who, again, who's getting interested, maybe thinking about going into the industry? I've got kids who go in right out of high school, two-year, four-year programs. What would be your best words of advice for them moving forward with their careers in this industry? I think what I wish I had been told was, like, start now. Like, don't wait. Mm -hmm. Because I think I'm always, like, hesitant. Yeah. And I wish that I'd always started like a year ago or two years ago (laughs) and it's hard when you don't know so like if you're thinking about like thinking about doing it or like joining the industry i say just do it start now that's awesome Mm -hmm. you know me i'm gonna go with the old uh, step outside your comfort zone yeah um i think that regardless of what you do in life stepping outside your comfort zone is just so important Mm -hmm. um i heard a couple of the ladies say this week, you know, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Absolutely. Um, Cause that's where, that's where the growth happens. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time. Obviously it's been very busy and chaotic morning, but 
We got to stay in the air conditioning. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, so thank you guys again. I'm super excited for you guys for the rest of the weekend and just having a great time. And that championship game and everything on Sunday is going to be awesome. So ABC, that's yeah. big time. Watch Ooh, out, right? people. Yes. <laughs> so excited. Watch out. Okay. <laughs> They're coming in hot. All right. Thank you again, <laughs> thank guys. You. Thanks, Joe. Yes. Yeah.